Howdy, everyone. I'm Kevin Earl, and this is the Sound Signifiers Podcast. Today, we have a really special interview. It's our first in-person interview recorded right here in my house in Wilmington, North Carolina, with my friend Heather Jensen of Pinky Verde. Pinky Verde is Heather's solo recording project, but she also plays drums in a couple really cool bands called Subtle Fuzz and Tennis Elbow. She's hyper-creative, super productive, and really active in the music scene around here, and I'm a big fan of her music. We've known each other for a little while now. Talking with her, I got to learn a lot about her music and how Pinky Verde has gone from an all-female teenage three-piece band to her fully formed solo project where she's producing really cool music and music videos that are about to play at some really awesome festivals. Uh, Talking with her was a lot of fun. Hope you guys enjoy it. Here's my interview with Heather Jensen. Grind don't stop. The grind never stops. Yeah, I, I was I was driving over here to your house, Kevin, mm-hmm. and I saw a "Thank You Jesus" bumper sticker. Wait, do, do you know those signs? The "Thank You Jesus" signs, like across town. Of course. Yeah, um, they're specifically branded. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. have a certain color, mm-hmm. certain font. Uh, right, like right after the hurricane. You know how like everyone's um like the hurricane destroyed people's houses okay and people put this people up there out the window hello so people put all their stuff on their sidewalk and then i was like i was in castle hayne one day oh we were going up the stairs that's my upstairs airbnb neighbors stoop records (laughs) stoop records up stoop up the stoop sorry what were you saying so I see these thank you Jesus signs um, put directly in front of um, these people's um, destroyed belongings from the hurricane. I thought it was hilarious. Oh my God. Like, thanks, Jesus. Look what, look, look at the greatness that occurred to my house. Yeah. Thanks, Jesus, for, (laughs) for the hurricane. (laughs) That's horrible. So they like... It was obvious that they had just like placed it there after the storm. Yes, directly in front of all the destroyed. Why? Like, <laughs> I feel like a person who actually believes in God didn't put it there. Yeah, somebody but did it. But someone hilarious did that. And I really appreciate that. Even though it's a very sad situation, it gave me a chuckle. <laughs> Enlightened my day after a week with no power. Yeah, that was um, that was crazy storm, wasn't it? Yeah, probably the craziest I've ever seen in my life after like twenty one years here on the East Coast. Yeah, there was so many people, um, like, were not 
going to evacuate or or yeah they weren't going to evacuate and then it started getting really serious yeah. within like a few hours <laughs> it went from like a two to a four and then people were like dang maybe i should leave <laughs> and then it was like too late yeah because we're not like we're used to writing out the storms but then, like, you see on the news, you see, like, you saw on social media and stuff, like, people were like, get the fuck out. Yeah. I was like, hmm, should I? I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, yeah, like, well, if you're, if you were, like, here with your family. And, like, yeah, we, we were prepared. Like, we had generators and stuff and, like, a shelter. Yeah. Pretty good shelter. If I, if I was on, like, the coast or whatever, if I was in, like, a flood zone, I'd be like, see ya. Yeah absolutely and like the weird thing is though like with this storm places have flooded that have never flooded before like in my neighborhood their their streets were flooded and people's houses like bottom floors were taken out yeah and like that was new for them right we were lucky yeah not even in a floodplain yeah it was weird yeah too much rain yeah and then we had this other one just come through which was weird because it was like a day that hurricane was that was pretty that was nice (laughs) (laughs) it well it was not so nice in florida but here it was like it like it came it was like 12 hours here and gone and then as soon as it left it like feels like fall now yeah it's which is a little bit early because it's usually warm here for a while i went on a cold ass bike ride last night and it, it was weird i was like i love this yeah thank you yeah thank you jesus <laughs> oh i hear that that was a good pop that was my shoulder thank you tight okay pinky verde that's me that's that's you we're here it used You're... to be three okay <laughs> so it's just you now so it's just me um it's been me for about a year um, I play shows every now and then. Um, yeah, solo thing now. All me in, in the recordings. I sing, I write, I make music videos. Yeah. So that's what you're doing now. It's so it's your solo project. But how? When did you start doing like using Pinky Verde name, or when? Mm. What was? What is the beginning? <laughs> The beginnings of Pinky Verde. Yes. So, I mean, I used to make a lot of music, like instrumental music on my own around like probably 10th grade, 11th grade. And then I started uh, jamming out with Ashley Colley, who is uh, the bassist in Pinky Verde. And we did that for a little bit, just her and I. And then I went to a Scrap Iron show, which that place is no longer... (laughs) And I was, and I think it was like a, like some weird like festival thing, and like there's probably ten bands or was five. Was it Scrap Fest? Yeah, probably. Yeah, <laughs> I was there. The Pocket Protectors played. That's at... where I saw Garrett. Yes, I didn't know that. Yeah, I saw him for the first time there. That's awesome. Yeah, so Garrett's the singer of Subtle Fuzz, which I play drums for now. So yeah, I was like, all these bands, they're all dudes mm-hmm yeah yeah just dudes and yeah. i was like i want to do this i want to i want to see like women on stage like rocking out so i was like okay ashley like let's start a band 
So it was Ashley Collie and I, like, we had a duo for a little bit, for a teensy bit. And then she was like, my my friend Sarah Beck, she sings and she has, like, really cool songs. So, okay, let's, uh, let's, all, let's all three jam. So we jammed for the first time at my house in the Beat Lab. And it was stellar. Sarah could really... I loved her music. Like she has some good jams, a beautiful voice, and that was Pinky Verde. The name Pinky Verde originally came along in like tenth grade or eleventh grade. I wore green nail polish on my pinky finger. It's not people think it's like pink and green, like the colors, like right. Pinky Verde, Pinky Green. I was like, no, like pinky finger <laughs> green. <laughs> <laughs> And it's so stupid, but I love it. <laughs> and yeah, and then we, Pinky Verde as a trio, played around town uh, for probably almost a year. And then I had to leave. Yeah, it was almost a year. I was, I guess, a sophomore. I guess we first started when I was a senior in high school. Maybe a freshman in college. I don't know. But we played for a year as a trio. And then I was like... I'm going to go study abroad in Scotland, yo, for a semester. Yeah. Let's continue this when I get back. <laughs> um, so I came back. <laughs> Had a great time in Scotland. Changed my life forever. Came back and I was like, yo, let's let's jam out again. Let's play some music. Let's play some more shows. I'm excited. And then I contacted like Ashley and Sarah and they're like, I don't, I don't play music anymore. <laughs> yeah. They're kind of, they were kind of over it, which, you know, it's chill. Um, but like what, what we had going was, I don't think, I've never seen it in my city and people, I think people really like, caught on to it because it was three teenage girls, like, I don't know, rocking out or whatever, just playing music. It was very fun. And um, so yeah, Pinky Verde as a trio was no longer. And then I was like, Hmm, I should probably continue this cause we were kind of on a roll. So I'll try and uh, get that back up. Um, so I started singing for the first time in my life because wow. of that, because I didn't have a singer. And I, I really took, I mean, I used to write a lot of uh, lyrics and songs and stuff on my own, but I never really sang because I feel like I didn't have that confidence. So I started singing um, and yeah, and like just recorded uh, the song Misery within like a month. Like, I think I recorded that song <laughs> like within a, like a month of actually like learning how to sing <laughs> wow which is crazy i mean you can tell on the recording probably that was a newbie but yeah and then it's been solo from then on and i've had a fun time i had no idea that you'd never sung yeah <laughs> that's that's impressive because yeah i mean that you just picked it up and did it but i like yeah i remember um i wasn't in Wilmington, I guess when you first started doing Pinky Verde mm-hmm. stuff, because scrap, so it was scrap fest. You were like, "Let's do this." That mm-hmm. was like, I want to say like January or February 2016. Yeah, probably. And then I moved from Wilmington to Raleigh in March. And then, but I remember like being in Raleigh, but st- like hearing about Pinky Verde. <laughs> Because, yeah, you guys, like, had some buzz. Uh, yeah, because of Sarah Beck. She she was a socialite. Ah, uh, okay. 
but it was i mean it was too i feel like people caught on um and were like you said like into the all female yeah thing because people just people just ate it up because yeah it was so new and like different and really cool Mm -hmm. was it in that yeah i mean it's it's different um especially like in a like a scene in like a smaller city yeah um but did you have any did you face any like resistance i would say so i think like the local um peeps were like thought i've actually heard this like from people people thought we were only getting like shows booked because like we were chicks Mm. and stuff like that which is kind of messed up yeah but i'm like i'll use whatever i love playing people like to see this let's do it it's yeah. fun i don't give a shit <laughs> just like we're playing our music and we're if people want to book us we're gonna do it and just yeah rock we're having a great like, time yeah we're we're talented gals yeah <laughs> stop being jealous yeah that your music is boring that's such a <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's such a dumb like such a dumb um argument anyway because like pinky verde obviously was not a terrible (laughs) band when you were a band like Mm -hmm. you were like legitimate you were writing songs like good songs recording them like you're all good musicians like um but now so now it's developed into your solo thing Mm -hmm. and it seems like it's still growing it is which yeah i guess I'm trying to like get the word out like people like I was at a show the other day and I introduced myself I was like hi I'm Heather and he's like yeah you're from Pinky Verde and he was like I'm so sad when like you guys broke up <laughs> and I was like me too but we, get, we still got like I'm still making stuff it's me now and he's like really oh you're like that's what's happening <laughs> right now <laughs> yeah like look me up I'm, yeah I'm just trying to like I guess I have to play more shows to, for people to kind of figure it out again but yeah, um, so yeah, we're, I guess I'm growing my project uh, currently because I've, yeah, I've been making like music videos and trying to get a lot of, I guess, online content out because that's what people like know about these days, which is nice. Yeah. What, so what are you recording? I know you're like working on recordings right now. You've kind of been putting like, singles yeah little singles yeah i've i've really like just wanted to i don't know i kind of want to get like a like a hard copy like album out yeah because i love i love your your album you have yeah thanks i I love just like opening it up seeing it like being able to put it in my car Mm because like i can't i don't have an aux input in my car so i can't just like listen to digital music gotta have i have to have a cd i'm like i want to listen to my music on a cd (laughs) yeah but yeah i'm I have singles out online at uh, Bandcamp and SoundCloud, but I'm currently recording like songs for an EP, which it's gonna be fun. I'm excited. <laughs> it's probably gonna be I don't know, four or five songs. Nice. Maybe six. I don't know. Maybe I'll just make it a full LP. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. No one knows. <laughs> no. When, but is it so you want you definitely want to do physical music i really do yeah mm-hmm. i like i like i mean yeah i made cds and cds are probably at this point like the most 
dead, irrelevant, physical. Um, not true. I only use CDs. I don't buy music online. I don't listen to music through my phone. Well, it's except for YouTube. It still it still makes sense to use CDs. Like yeah, if especially if you like have a CD player in your car. You have a like, stereo system that is, that's connected to a CD player. Exactly. Like the CDs, they sound really good. Yeah. You know, they sound really good. But um, like there was, a, there was a lot of people. I made the CDs. And I, like you, I just wanted something like to have, mm-hmm. to hold and like give to people. Um, but there was a decent amount of people that were just like, I don't have a, I don't even have a CD player in my car. I just have Bluetooth or like. Yeah, they were just like, I'm not even gonna do anything do, with do this. Do they make like, s- like CD players in ca- like new cars? I don't think they do anymore. What? Are they, yeah, may there might be some still, but there's, I know a lot of new cars don't even have CD players. That's stupid. It's just Bluetooth. I mean, I get not having a tape player, <laughs> right? But having a CD players, I feel like maybe in 20 years it'd be cool not to have a CD player. Yeah, but. I don't know. I probably, I probably still be listening to CDs. It might come back around and like records. Like record. Well, it probably will. I mean, like tapes. You know, there's like a whole like tape culture. Mm, yeah. I just mean like CDs at this point is in this cultural moment is is they're kind of dead. Mm. Like because they're not like cool yet. They will be in a few years. There will be like CD culture. You know. <laughs> Like how there's cassette CD culture. stores. Yeah, CD. Bring back the CD store, and we're gonna have like really really nice like CD players. Oh and God. It'll probably come back, but yeah, right now, I think if I if I do another physical release, I think I'll do cassettes. Mm. I'll really like cassettes. Do it. Yeah. You get to. You get to hit rewind. I don't have a cassette player. <laughs> See, that's the thing too, because like cassettes have come back around, but um, like they're not making any new players. You kind of yeah. just have to find it at a thrift store or something. I'm just making it difficult on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but it's chill. They're pretty. They're pretty. Mm-hmm. I like tactile things, mm-hmm. especially like relating to music. Like instruments are tactile. You get to play them and touch them. It is a tangible item. <laughs> tangible goods. <laughs> Hong Ooh. Kong. There's some road rage happening outside oh, Kevin's yeah. house. That picked up. You have the coolest freaking house. Thank it's you. It's like on a corner. It's like, it's like Halloween Town out here. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, we just watched Halloween Town too. I'm sorry, I didn't leave. <laughs> I couldn't watch it because it was so bad. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't watch movies. <laughs> That's I'm a film major at UNCW, but I don't really watch movies. Is that weird? It's unique. I, it's not necessarily I just, weird. I like making videos. I I feel like I should like do something else with my time than watch a two-hour movie hey you feel me i 100 percent feel that like i can hardly sit and watch a movie like by myself yeah. or like 
even with like one or two other people around like i have to make it like an event mm-hmm. yeah that's why i've been doing these movie nights yeah. here because it's, it's fantastic like, I, yeah we got the projector it's so much fun you get everybody in a room and watch something but yeah like just sit down like even on like a weekend when i have nothing else that i have to be doing and i like you know go on netflix or vh i have like this whole collection of vhs's and stuff because they're fun but like <laughs> i never just like sit down and watch it from like start to finish because i feel the same way i'm like there's like i need to be working on something like you can't not be distracted yeah watching such a long long like oh you're gonna touch your phone you're gonna pick up your computer pick up an instrument or something and you like you do so much different you like you're so active all the time like i see you know because you've got pinky verde Mm -hmm. you're full-time film student Mm -hmm. you've got this mysterious job (laughs) you're in you play drums in subtle fuzz tennis elbow tennis elbow pinky verde for recordings i used to i used to play bass in this metal band over the summer i remember that but i was like i'm like i had no time for any i couldn't breathe Mm -hmm. so i was like something's gotta go yeah i guess it's gonna be this metal band yeah <laughs> project i mean i i tuned i had like drop c to drop something some drop tuning i had to get my bass professionally to like a mess like every, yeah everything was set up for this metal band i was like it was fun it was with uh, zach zach manship and his sister megan but i just had no time but it was fun how do you yeah there's something new i've never done that and i like i love doing new shit yeah is that what it is? You just like always having something new to so, do. So like, I spent all my, <laughs> I spent all my years in middle school, all my years in high school, probably up until my senior year, literally doing nothing. So I was like, I'm I'm just making up for just wasting my life away <laughs> for so many years because I like I had no friends, I had no the only thing I like did like all the time was probably just record like random jams in my like my bedroom because i had no friends so like i guess and like just making weird video content for youtube like by myself i feel like that made me like hone in on those skills because i had so much time to do it yeah i I didn't really have any distractions i didn't do much of anything besides that so i feel like it's all coming to like to fruition like right now like these these projects and stuff it's it's cool I'm, i'm having a good time yeah that's that's such a cool um how it's coming together like that mm-hmm. i feel like i kind of had a similar experience coming up but like that's how you get good at something right it's like you have nothing else to do <laughs> so yeah exactly when did you start um like doing like playing music well the cool thing is like my dad He's always had a lot of music gear around the house. He's like a he's a bass player, but there's always, always been a drum set, always been guitars. I feel like I started out on drums first, like like even when I was like super little, just like banging around on stuff. But I think I really got into music when I was 12, and that was with guitar first. And then I moved to bass, and then I moved to like drums around 14, and like I was doing that like seriously and like 
really getting good at it. Yeah, around around good, the good old middle school days. Yeah. Yeah. Right, right when my like love of Tegan and Sarah, and, like war paint, and like now now was like full swing. <laughs> it's such a good time to start playing music. Yeah. Exactly. That's why. That's why I did it. I think the first song I ever learned on guitar was "Nobody's Home" by Avril Lavigne. I don't know. I don't know if you know that classic, but how could I not? <laughs> I wasn't the biggest fan of her. Like I didn't know anything about her, or like like with albums and stuff like that. But, but "Complicated's a good one, I uh, think. Yeah, I rocked out at "Complicated" and "Skater Boy." Yeah. <laughs> you know it's 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 cool like not listening to that song for a long time and going back and hearing it again and then literally going to kohl's to shop with your mom and hearing it over the like the speaker yeah like okay why does kohl's play so much singing and sarah too do they yeah i love it i think the first time i ever heard Dean and sarah in public was at a kohl's i think it's because kohl's has never really like advanced past the year 2006 maybe that's that's great stay like, stay there please it's an incubator <laughs> if I, I i feel incubated when i go in there mm-hmm. incubus incubus <laughs> <laughs> oh speaking of incubus i was on your youtube channel watching your new music videos that you sent me and i saw <laughs> that you did um the you recorded your museum mouth you recorded museum mouth playing incubus tattoo yeah i helped out my buddy matt film at reggie's for like a modern legend video and yeah and i and i edited that one yeah just some random video project nice museum mouth shout out shout carl out to museum mouth. <laughs> yes carl used to come to the shows i think pinky verde maybe maybe not i don't know he's very I don't know. He's like a ghost. Mm. He comes and goes. Elusive. Very elusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good band. <laughs> um. So yeah, your videos that you've got, you've just worked on. Uh, these new ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's the culmination. It's like your music that you've been working on since you were young. Mm-hmm. Now you've got. Music and film meeting together. Yeah, I'm finally, like, I have these connections to, like, get help, like, with my music video. My buddy Matthew Marino did the DP work on my newest music video. He's freaking fantastic. He just moved to New York City, and I'm sad. But, yeah, we, I filmed, this is for a, one of my songs called I Know You, and we filmed it mostly in Castle Hain, and then also at this abandoned house in like Brunswick County but it follows um we filmed it over the summer and it follows like me and I'm just like driving in this old Chevy Nova that I borrowed from my aunt um and I'm just like just going along the country roads you know just bopping to the song looking sad like always and this evil me sort of like is following me and <laughs> and it just follows me until like I throw up some green stuff. That's my favorite part. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. 
That was made out of... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> that, uh, that, that was a smoothie. It was made out of m- moringa powder. I don't know if that's how you say it. Um, bananas, frozen bananas. And green food coloring. And we were filming all day. It was probably 100 degrees out. And I had to put a boiling, disgusting tasting smoothie in my mouth. And I threw it up about, I didn't actually throw it up, and I spit it out probably around seven times. So it was like green stuff all over me. I'm like, this, this is chill. <laughs> Suffering for your art. Suffer for the art. Suffer for fashion. It was fashionable. So yeah, I just get chased around and then... I, I guess the, the, whole, the whole music video is about toxicity. That's what the song's about, is kind of knowing this, this, I guess, the situation or a person is toxic for you, but you're kind of ignoring it until it all comes, like, at you at one time, and you just kind of break down and die. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's very fun. It's very fun to edit. Um, I don't know if I'm going to release it into the public anytime soon, because I, I want to sort of enter it into different film festivals and see what comes of that. But my last music video for my songs called Used To, that just got onto Cucolores Film Festival and also I think Portland's Unknown Film Festival. And it's going to be showing, nice. in a, it's showing in November, like the 7th to the 11th. Also I'm going to perform on Saturday night during the film festival. Um, so yeah, that the Used To music video... Is a, is a compilation of different clips from a short film I made called Venus, starring Sarah Royal. And it's a very... I actually ma- like edited that cla- that uh, that music video for a class of mine. I, I think I edited it in probably like a day. <laughs> I was like, here. Because I, I don't know. I, I kind of needed like some visual content for that song. And it was easy. And yeah pretty <laughs> a lot of my stuff is like it's pretty <laughs> and green very green and it kind of goes along with verde verde Pinky verde <laughs> yeah i guess that's a theme it's, it's sort of like it's, they're very natural like a lot of my films are use a lot of natural things natural light natural like props it's very green and i like it it's the theme nice yeah I, that was, you described it all very well Thank you. because these people listening to this podcast aren't going to be able to watch the videos. Shit. At least for a little while. If you're in Wilmington, come to Cucolores. It's a hardcore party. We're going to party and watch it. Is it going to be open to the public or do you need like wristbands? I'm not sure. probably need to pay (laughs) but if you're like nah just hit me up and i'll send you like a link i'll send you links to both of these videos it's chill i don't i don't want to have a viewing party because i don't want to be like everyone come look at me oh you don't want yeah (laughs) see this thing on the wall i made it it's it's my song and it's it's my face and it's it's me look at me i'm not i don't like that (laughs) so i'm like don't look at me. 
you just look at it on your own <laughs> yeah it's kind of like having like a like a an album release party but even more intense yeah because it's like it's... you have to sit here and watch this video i hate that yeah. i get i get so sweaty and and shaky and when people look at me do you yeah <laughs> even if it's me on a wall do you feel yeah do you feel is that um how do you feel about playing shows then like solo so do you enjoy it yeah i, I do but it's it's weird because like say like i book a show and it's two weeks from now like i'm already shaking oh my god yes. it's, it's like i have to do like a presentation for class like i i've, I've always had like bad social anxiety and like booking a show especially when it's me like me solo with a guitar like whereas when i play drums for shows like i love it i don't get nervous like before the gig like during mm -hmm. the gig because like i'm sort of in the background it's it's chiller when you play drums but i guess uh, my personal stuff with pinky verde i guess another aspect is like me being vulnerable because my my lyrics are very like personal and like sad and like having these sort of people who are like mostly like, acquaintances and i guess people i guess it's scarier like when people in, in the audience are like your friends and like are close to you because like you're singing about stuff and like i don't know it's just super personal and it's weird to have people watch you say those things when in real life you don't really talk about that stuff yeah yeah <laughs> it's you're, weird. you're like but here we are in this little <laughs> room in this venue with lights this... on me and my voice is amplified yeah there's like this would never normally happen <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's 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 weird dude like just even the concept of live music is weird like there's a group of people or maybe a single person on a stage elevated and you're amplified and some people come close to you standing looking at you mm -hmm. maybe they'll like move a little bit shows are weird they're a weird concept yes they are weird <laughs> Human, humans are weird agreed agreed yes <laughs> i'm trying to figure out shows too yeah because i like yeah because i played solo a lot and <clears throat> it's i get so nervous like I get so nervous leading up to the show like yeah like a week or two before I'm just like oh my god why did I book this yeah. show <laughs> like, like the first thing you think of when you wake up like shit yeah what did I do yes what did I do <laughs> what is wrong with me and and I get I just worry about it I'm like nobody's gonna come or I don't think nobody's gonna come I'm just like what if no one comes because I've played you know shows like that where it was like not that no one came, but it was like a show booked in an environment where like people, it wasn't inviting. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Like I've played shows at like weird little venues that like people just didn't want to go to. Yeah. And it ends up being just like two friends or what. And like, but that was a while. That hasn't happened to me in a while. Th that's funny you say that because like, I hope people don't come. Really? Yeah. The less people, the better for me. Because like, I just had the fear of like large like standing in front of people and like I guess like like with presentations like talking in front of groups of people is like scary 
so I'm like so like when I'm like <laughs> promoting on social media I'm like come to the show but like really I'm just like please don't come <laughs> in my mind so why do you book the shows if why you do don't I? yeah it's just like it's just, just another thing I have to take off my list because like this is all new for me like I remember asking you like just talking with you like how do I get like I'm so nervous like how do I like play shows like should I do like open mics first mm. it's just stuff like that like I've just started doing this in the past I don't know six months mm-hmm. and like I love it though like the feeling after a show is great especially like very like hype shows yeah it's a great feeling it's like it's like I guess it's addictive that's why I keep doing it yeah even though like the be- like leading up to it it's so negative it yeah it is like I it is addicting because I feel the same way like leading up I'm so nervous. I'm like, what if no one is there? What if it's bad? Like, yada, yada, yada. And then, but then during the show, it's like, so fun. (laughs) For at least for me, like, I enjoy it. And then afterwards, I'm just like, exhausted. Mm. I just like, I feel like I just put myself through all of the stress. But then like the next day, I was like, I'm like, that was so much fun. Yeah, like, I'm so glad. Yeah, I did this. Let's do it again. (laughs) Yeah. But exactly. Now I can't. I I'm taking a break from it. Me too. You are. Yeah. Except for the whole Kikolores performance thing. Yes. Yeah. I I like during the shows when I like play Pinky various stuff. I'm like, when will this end? People need to stop looking at me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I try. I try to enjoy it, because like I know like I have to be present and sort of. I don't know, be thankful that I'm here and actually doing it because I've wanted to do it for so long. Mm-hmm. Could play solo stuff in front of people. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, all those times you like you go to a show, you see people doing it, you're like, that looks amazing, that looks so fun, and yeah. then you start doing it yourself, and it's a lot different. Yeah. Like this is what goes on in their head. Yeah. When they're playing. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's very interesting like the minds of musicians like i guess it's different like if you just make music and don't ever play it live whereas people mostly play live and their thought processes with like music and performance mm-hmm. yeah yes <laughs> yes and <laughs> <laughs> so what uh where do you see pinky verde going what do you want to do next you got Uh, Loris coming up you're working on this album are you gonna play anymore are you just gonna put music out (laughs) record and put it out i guess the first thing i have to concentrate on is well my whole summer was so if early in the summer i filmed the latest video for i know you and that was a big check off the pinky verde list and i was like i gotta edit this i gotta color grade this that took forever especially since like my hard drive like broke towards the end and i had to sort of like make up a lot of stuff i'd edited so that was another i guess roadblock so it's the version the final version is basically done 
I have to fix a typo I made in Matthew's name. Matthew spelled with two T's, not one. <laughs> Oops. So I'm gonna do, I, I just have to do that. Maybe a few other changes with the music video. So yeah, music video is done. And then I had to record and mix my EP. And I'm kind of almost done with that. I'm working on a song called In Absentia. And I'm probably 75% done with that. It's weird. Nice. Because it's kind of hard when you have 15 different vocal tracks you gotta splice up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, music radio's done. EP's almost done. And then after that, I'm just gonna promote the heck out of all that stuff. And then play some more show. And then record some more. Because... The more EPs you put out, the more relevant you are. As my buddy Ryan Wentz told me. Ryan Wentz from Tennessee. He's probably the most productive person I've ever met in my life. He's going to release an EP every two months. It's chill. He's got a Christmas album coming out. <laughs> he literally does. I'm Oh, I do not <laughs> doubt that at all. And I'm sure he has some kind of crazy cover planned for it. Some film coming out. He, he actually just finished his own music video, which is very funny. It's about a guy in love with a lamp. Ah. He's a, he's a creative dude. Like a moth. Yes. That was before moth memes were this real. <laughs> he created the moth meme. He created it. Yeah, yeah. You've heard it here first. <laughs> um, yeah. I guess I'll play some more shows eventually just around wilmington around town or do you you want to get out to another city i don't i don't like driving (laughs) but i probably should i probably will that's probably yeah it's probably something i should uh make a goal for myself with yeah Mm. it's not too hard to just go up to raleigh Mm. Yeah. Raleigh, Durham, Chapel Hill. That the, the peeps with subtle fuzz really want to play some out of town shows, so that'll probably happen soon. I think Tennis Elbow. We are gonna like go to Raleigh to film uh, to record like a, a student po- podcast, and maybe play a show. <laughs> I don't nice. Know. Maybe. Yes. This is weird. This is ASMR. Yes. Wow. I've never listened to. so sorry please forgive me <laughs> i i can't i my purpose coming on to kevin's podcast was to make it weird and i hope things have gotten weird slash awkward um well that was bound to happen the so i hope i hope i embarrassed myself and i hope you people have a good day <laughs> thanks heather i'm sorry who are you What's your name? Yes. What? Yes? Okay, bye. If you want to hear more Pinky Verde music, you can check it out on Bandcamp follow heather on instagram facebook 
all the usual spots at pinky underscore verde. You can find all the links to her stuff in the episode description. If you enjoyed this podcast, please remember to rate, review, and subscribe, and follow us all over the internet at Sound Signifiers, all one word. Thanks again to Heather for being on the show. Thank you all so much for listening. Have an excellent week, and we'll catch you next time. Later. Later.